Hi, and welcome to From a Full Cup. I'm your host, Natalie Mullen, a certified wellness educator, speaker, facilitator, and teacher. From a Full Cup is a mental wellness education podcast that helps women prioritize their wellness and put themselves first because you can't pour from an empty cup. I present unique wellness tips and strategies in ways that are relatable and practical and can be adopted for your lifestyle. Whether I'm speaking at an event, facilitating a workshop, or coaching clients, I'm passionate about helping women dream big, take action, and move the needle forward to achieve the life they want. Now, let's get started. Hey y'all, this is my 65th episode. Welcome, and thank you for being here. Last week, I spoke about how to close out the year with an intention. And on today's episode, which is also the season finale, I just want to hold space for those who've had a difficult year. But before we get into today's episode, let's do a wellness check. This is an intentional time to just check in with yourself and see how you're doing. A moment to pause, reflect, and touch base with yourself. On a scale of 1 to 10, how is your joy? How is your energy? How is your sense of purpose? How is your well-being? So let's get into today's episode. Sometimes it can feel like you're the only one whose life isn't going the way you expected. Perhaps you're going through divorce or your job has destroyed your mental health. Maybe a family member is very ill or your business is on the verge of failing and you can't pay the bills. Maybe you've just lost a loved one. Maybe you feel very frustrated because you've never met your goals for this year. Maybe you have a really intense conflict with someone important to you. It could be a large number of things that I haven't thought of or mentioned. And a lot of times people are going through, I would call them invisible hardships, because nobody else knows, right? And deep down inside your heart, your heart's broken or it's in turmoil and it's in pain. And if that's you, I really want to hold space for anyone going through that because I've been there before. I remember a few years ago having the worst year of my life. My marriage was failing and I still had to put on a happy face around the holiday period. It was so fake. And for me, someone who truly values being authentic, me not being able to be authentic in that moment because I couldn't even accept the truth, that conflict and that misalignment, that pain was so heavy to carry. And if you're going through something similar or your own version of pain, and maybe I would more so describe it as a painful hell, so it's deeper than just pain then I'm sorry. I really, really am. And I know that it probably feels like you'll never make it to the other side. And if you feel like that, honestly, it's okay. It will take some time, especially if you're still going through it right now. And so if that's you, I would say don't rush yourself, okay? Just take it day by day. The pain that you feel, the anger, the frustration, disappointment, hurt, whatever it is, it's okay. I want you to name it. I want you to journal about it, scream about it, go through it, sit with it. Just, I would say sit with it and then when you're ready, process it. 
one day you will be able to heal and move forward. But if that's not today, that's okay. Don't rush the process. Now is really the time to take care of yourself. And I want you to consider the 12 elements of wellness. Are there areas that maybe you've really suffered from? Maybe there are areas of your life where you've really suffered during this time. And you're kind of in a deficit. You've been set back. So take the wellness balance assessment that's in the show notes. Because the areas where you have the lowest scores, that's where you want to focus your attention as you close out the year. How can you fill your cup in those areas? Perhaps the area of rest or your physical health has been compromised. Maybe you're really struggling with mindset and purpose, or maybe your relationships are strained. Maybe you feel really unfulfilled in your work and you're thinking of a career change. Whatever it is, don't beat yourself up. Just use that as your North Star for how you can be intentional about focusing on your well-being moving forward. And I know that you know, again, if you're going through something really hard and you're, it's been a bad year, you might feel like, I'm not strong enough. I can't handle this. And I, what I would say to you is that it's okay to feel like that. And I would say, don't focus on being strong. Just focus on getting to the next day. It's okay to be in survival mode at points in time. You're doing the best you can. Remind yourself of that. You're doing the best you can. And I know another thought is often like, why do bad things always happen to me? Especially if it seems like you're having, you know, difficult year after difficult year after difficult year. And I promise you the world is not out there to sabotage you. And I would encourage you to think, instead of thinking why bad things are always happening to me, I want you to try to take back your power and say, what can I do to position myself for better? Whether that's more abundance, more wealth, more love, more joy, more happiness, more fulfillment. What can I do to position myself for that? And I can really talk from personal experience here. Because when my husband and I separated a few years ago and he had filed for divorce, I didn't know how to go on. Honestly, life as I knew it and the future that I imagined was dissolving before my eyes. And I sank into a really deep depression. I think I talked about that in the first couple episodes, uh, maybe episode one and two of this podcast. And I knew I couldn't stay in that dark space of depression. So I worked with a therapist to heal, but I really wanted more. Like, I just wanted to move forward. I wanted to be myself again. I wanted to thrive. And I really wanted to tap into my purpose. That was really important to me. So I worked with a coach and she honestly changed my life. And she helped me get out of my head and really make a plan for myself to move forward. And I did with grace and strength and sometimes a few bruises along the way, bumps and bruises. But I kept moving forward because I just knew that there was more out there for me. And if you have that calling, like that, like it's almost like a spidey sense within you that's calling you for greater, that's calling you for more, I encourage you to follow it. It's like your intuition speaking to you and it is telling you, it is pushing you towards desiring more. And if you're hearing my voice, think about it. Maybe there's a reason why you're listening to this podcast episode. Because there are 
a gajillion amount of podcasts out there. So why did you tune into this one today? If you don't know my story, the blessing that only God could provide is that my marriage was actually restored. And most importantly, I was restored. My sense of self, my identity, my sense of passion and purpose and impact, it was all restored. So, and I could never, I could never have imagined it would be and that I would be at the place I'm at right now. But sometimes you've just got to go through it. You know what I mean? You can't get to the other side unless you go through the tunnel. So if you're in a dark place right now, hold on and just keep moving forward. Even if it's centimeter by centimeter, inch by inch. Now, if you're trying to figure out how to move forward, this is what I tell my clients. Start by figuring out what you want out of life and how you want to feel. That's it. Just start there. Okay, and then we'll build the roadmap of how to get there and we'll figure out all the other stuff along the way. So as we're thinking about the end of the year, it's always a good time to process, to reflect, and just really consider how do you want to close out 2023. I want you to think of what is a lesson that I can learn from this year? Because there's always a lesson. And I think that that's one of the redeeming points of going through some really really tough things because nobody wants to go through tough things right but at least if we can learn a lesson along the way and a lesson that's going to help improve our lives going forward then not just necessarily say that it was worth it but kind of right like there is some kind of benefit and then i also want you to ask yourself what have you learned about yourself this year Have you learned that you're more resilient? Have you learned that you're stronger than you thought? Have you learned that you're more patient? Have you learned that um, you need more support? Have you learned that certain people actually were very supportive for you? What what have you learned about yourself this year in how you've handled situations and how you've shown up? And I want to share with you just three strategies that I think will help you if you're trying to release this year. And the first is to journal, but this is like a deep, dark journal. I was speaking to a client and her version of journaling at first was really kind of staying positive because she's a really positive person and she really wants to stay positive. And that can be fine and dandy, but we don't want to stay so positive that we actually deny ourselves of validating the experiences that we're currently going through. There is nothing wrong with writing out something as a matter of fact of what it is, right? Because it's not like we're saying, oh, woe is me, this happened to me. Oh my gosh, life sucks forever and ever, and this is my future forever. No, but if life is really tough right now and things are hurting and you're upset and you're angry, those are real emotions. We have negative emotions and positive emotions, and they're both valid. We need them all in, in the compass of life. And so I want you to journal and I want you to write out everything you're feeling. If people have let you down, if people have hurt you, if people have betrayed you or disappointed you, if something, a situation happened that, you know, has thrown you back or set you back, if there's been a loss, whatever the situation is that's been really difficult for you to handle, write it out and write out the details because this is a very cathartic experience. It allows you to release Okay, it allows you to acknowledge 
It allows you to validate and it allows you to release those experiences. And the second tip I would give you is to cry. Now, this is like, oh my gosh, just such a go-to for me. I don't cry all the time. I'm not, you know, some people would just cry like every week. Like, that's not me. But I just need to cry every couple months to really get things up. But if I'm in a space in life where I'm really frustrated or stressed, I need like a good deep cry. And once I get it out, I feel so much better. Because I think in life, society tells us to hold it all together. Be strong. Like, you know, keep your chin up. Walk strong. Walk with your head up. And that can be a lot of pressure. And you don't really get to acknowledge the things that you're feeling. You just kind of keep going. Right? You keep going. It's like you're on the hamster wheel. Think about it on a treadmill. It's like nobody presses pause for you or stop. You just keep walking. But really behind you, you're carrying like all of this garbage, all of these heavy chains. And the walk is getting harder and harder to do. But instead of pausing to take off some of those chains and to deal with that trash behind you, you just keep walking. So eventually you're going to burn out, right? Like you just don't have the sustenance. You don't have the ability to sustain that long term. So use that opportunity to cry. And you can think of different ways to invoke the crying. Like you and I, you might not be able to just cry on demand. Maybe you have to play a certain type of music, or maybe as you're reading the journal, you're able, it brings out those emotions so you're able to cry. Maybe you have to visualize yourself being in that difficult situation, and that will trigger you to cry. So you might have to be creative in thinking about how can you tap into that space. But once you can, just cry and let it out. Hopefully you're in a space where, you know, it's a safe space, you're at home, hopefully nobody else is there. Try to do it when nobody else is there. If you are concerned about noise, because for some reason I was always concerned about like sound, and I guess it depends on where you live too. But you can always cry into a pillow and then maybe re remove the pillow as you get more of your voice and you feel more confident. And then just cry out into open space and let it out. And then after you cry, just give yourself a hug. Like look in the, look in the mirror and give yourself a hug. And just give yourself back some love, you know? And the last thing I would say is to shake it up. Now, this is a tool that I teach my uh, coaching clients because it's a tool that I learned myself. So I'm taking a course right now to learn more somatic therapies and mind-body tools that can be used to improve your well-being. And when I tell you this one works so well for me, and at first, when I saw it, I was like, no, 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 this looks ridiculous. This is silly. I'm not doing it. But I promise you, it just helped me to release any stress or limiting beliefs that I had. And it just helped me to move forward. And this is for sure a go-to tool in my toolkit now. And it's something that you can have in yours. I am going to link a video in um, the show notes that shows you how you can do shaking. It's not the one that I watched, but I thought this one was decent. The one that I watched is within a private course, so I can't share it. Um, and that the only real difference was that they had music, right? And they were shaking in their style. But this is still a good example. I do like the option of having music when I'm shaking. I feel like that is um, helpful for me. But you would have to find the right song and I'm not really good at finding music if you know me but um 
So I just shake to the music that was already in the video that I watched. But you can shake without music or you can find your own uh, type of music. I Maybe just start without it and then you might sense what kind of music you need to be able to shake to. But it's literally just shaking your body. And there's no rhyme or reason. With me, I just went with the flow of the music. You might be shaking both hands at the same time. You can shake up, you can shake down, you can shake your legs. And I'm telling you, oh, it just helps me feel so, so good. And I think it'll really help you in releasing anything from this year. All right, so for today's call to action, I want you to get a piece of paper and I want you to write out the hardest points of the year, like the three hardest points of this year or three hardest moments or experiences. And I want you to be as detailed as you can. And then I want you to hold that paper to your heart. Say thank you for the lessons. I'm ready for my next chapter. And then I want you to rip that paper up into as small a piece as possible, like smaller than a penny, as small as possible. And then put all of those pieces of paper in your hand and blow them into the air and say bye-bye. There's something about that blowing action that really solidifies it. And it's a really good visualization that you can have in your mind. Anytime those situations try to come back, because they always come back, right? They'll come back to your forefront. All you'll have to do is and blow it away again. And your mind will remember that you've already released this. This is another tool and strategy that I use that I found so helpful. And of course, you're going to have to clean up the paper afterwards, but you know, a little bit of exercise won't hurt you. You can just bend and soup that up. So I want you to know, though, you can take control of your life at any point. Don't let your current circumstances dictate your future trajectory. For today's affirmation, I want you to say with me, I'm stronger. I'm wiser. I'm moving forward. In closing, remember that 2023 is one year. You can move forward. 2024 is just a few weeks away. And you can step into a new year. And you can thrive. And you can find joy. And you can heal. And you can move forward. If you found this episode valuable, please share it with someone who might need a little inspiration. If something in this episode resonated, we do this kind of deep transformative work inside my Wellness Reset program. To learn more, you can book a free discovery call in the show notes, and we'll discuss your current challenges, what is, what's impacting your mindset and wellness, and create a plan to move you forward towards your goals. Because again, you deserve to thrive and have happiness, fulfillment, and a deep sense of purpose. This podcast was brought to you by Captivate. If you want to start your own podcast, click the link in the show notes. Until next time, continue to serve yourself, your loved ones, and your community from a full cup.